0: my gosh we're back on the airwaves we sure are i'm gonna start saying airwaves a lot more because i think it's some vernacular uh in our trade and i don't feel like we use it enough (laughs) so we're back on the airwaves folks would you call what we do a trade this podcast that we um i would call it a labor of sorts okay i would consider something that's a trade to be something that you like you know make your living from something that brings like the world like a lot of like good or at least like you know a lot of good to the market exactly like something that people actually find value in mm-hmm. um, speaking of I think that we should just get this out of the way right at the beginning hard left turn but I think we need to now officially bake people to share this podcast with their friends yeah yeah we're back we're back at that stage um, we're on bended knee with humble please please do a little bit of soft work for us tell a friend, tell a coworker, maybe you know you're in an awkward one-on-one with your manager and you have nothing to talk about, talk about our podcast. Exactly. We are not growing anymore and we basically need to 3 3x to 4x our current listeners to really make this podcast a thing. Are you so good? everyone, if you have that vernacular, this is why Lauren is the, runs the business side of things. 3x 4x. Wow. I am going to use those terms, yes. I'm going to get into some metrics. So I think that we've gone a little lazy on on begging, as mom would say. She calls us baggy mm-hmm. on this podcast. But we're back to being in that state. So if you love this podcast, if you wanted to continue, please share it with your friends. we got to see those numbers go up. Yeah, true. It's true. And if we All don't, right. Uh, I'm not going to be able to use words like airwaves with any sort of seriousness or, you know, gravity. Your voice might not even be on the airwaves, you know. Don't even say that. Well, okay. Also, we are recording this on Wednesday morning, so this podcast is going to be a little late. Do you want to explain to listeners why our podcast is going to be late today? I don't know why this is my fault because this was a true technical error, but we were supposed to record Mm. on Monday. Um, My day off, I was going to – well, I was actually working, but, you know, it was a day off nonetheless, sanctioned by MZ. And uh, I was trying to record, but my mic had some true technical issues where it did not – connect to my computer and we tried for over half an hour i tore around my room looking for different cords we knew the issue was there but it just wasn't solved for in time look the um, issue we recorded so the patreon light-hearted we recorded the patreon no let's walk the listeners through it's you know it's, it was excruciating for me they're gonna have to deal with it as well um, <laughs> so we recorded the patreon on sunday and 12 hours later we recorded our regular episode that was not enough time for me to amazon prime a new mic for the Inaccurate. record. Inaccurate. For the record. I don't think Wikipedia or any sort of like journalistic institution should hire you because your facts of the When did we record your, the Patreon? Your ability to recall is a little iffy. I mean, we recorded the Patreon on a Saturday and you have one day shipping in San Francisco, so you could have easily just ordered a new microphone. Okay. That you you're right. I am officially convicted of but, misremembering. Sorry. Sorry, and, judge. Lauren loves to be kind of rude to me on the podcast. Let's just get that out in the open. Lauren is a little bit of a bully. I just think if you are going to be a serious podcaster, you should try to, you know, solve your audio problems. But I'm glad that we finally got it figured out. I'm sorry. At the expense listeners today. i also had to work this entire weekend so it wasn't top of my priority list listeners if you want to have episodes not come out late because chandler was late to you know fix her audio problems then promote this podcast share it with your friends so she can quit her stupid job because you know <laughs> oh gosh. Working, for the record w- i do i do love my job would like to keep it for the foreseeable future anyways two things that I, we, we can talk about valentine's day i also want to say that i I'm starting to realize that I live somewhere that's cold. I don't live somewhere war- warm anymore. And this is a new mental shift I'm undergoing. And that's been really hard for me. San Francisco has terrible weather. Um, oh my it's gosh. Lauren is it's generally fully breathing. coming for me in this episode, everyone. I want you to know that if I survive this episode, I am honestly really brave. Yeah, you're so courageous, honestly. Nevertheless, <laughs> she persisted. I know everyone who lives in like on the East Coast or basically anywhere else that's not like LA is going to be annoyed by this. So I'm just going to stop now. But. Let's talk about Valentine's Day. So let's talk about yours first and then so that mine can one up it you right now. <laughs> I see you. You've been rude to me this really. entire time. <laughs> You, you know what? I have not been rude to you. I've just been trying to call you to task. I don't and want to come gen- to on this podcast and be called to task. <laughs> I thought that your generation was all about accountability. Oh, I guess gosh. not. I like- guess it's just about calling other people out, <laughs> canceling other people. But the second your actions are called into question, it's like, I thought, <laughs> oh, what about kindness? You're not making any space for me or holding any space. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, well, since you're making me do this, Kagan did nothing for Valentine's Day, literally nothing. I told him a few days before, when you know the day was swiftly approaching, right. that I didn't have any big requirements. I just felt like he was already under. He did really well at Christmas. My cri- <laughs> my Christmas gift was definitely preempted though by a tantrum on my part, <laughs> um, which is a story maybe we In the can target talk about the parking time. lot. Yep yeah we'll tell we'll tell it another time um maybe on the patreon so anyway he did really good for christmas and i just felt like you know you could only really 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 emotionally just obliterate your partner in exchange for a gift twice a year during christmas and during your birthday right anyway i told him What I would love is an experience, like let's maybe go to dinner or go have, you know, whatever, and a card. I would really like a card. Neither of those two Mm -hmm. things happened. I did not get a card. And we also went to the beach and got completely rained out. And, yeah, it was actually pretty anticlimactic. And... Um, that's so what sorry. happened. But I do think it's a sign of growth that I, it just rolled off my back. Somehow yeah. there was no breakdown. There was no emotional trauma. I just was chill about it. He's been under a lot of business stress Wait. and it the, it's fine. All We're you good. have to do when you start to feel like stressed about it is just look down at your left wrist and that diamond tennis, tennis bracelet will give you all the strength you need. That's that's honestly why I pressure him for like expensive jewelry because when he is not like showing me love, I can at least feel loved by my adornments. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, um. I'll talk about that more on the Patreon. Anyway, I'm so glad this is the episode we're having Kagan on. Okay. <laughs> Th- things are good, people. Things prime. are actually very good. I just it. We I mean, had a, a dark couple weeks. Did you? Everyone see the flowers that Wyatt got Courtney? Yeah, I mean, mean, that was actually, that's worse than, that's worse Yeah, that's almost worse. It's like, I'd rather go without than have to look at a freaking fugly uh, pink daisy. I'd rather you just tell me, hey, I'm not in the headspace right now to think about, like, (laughs) contrived holidays than to do literally the bare minimum. (laughs) Also, for the record, Wyatt was pretty self-aware about it. And he, I guess he'd asked them to change multiple things in it, like, at the floral place. And then, like, that was the best they could do. Oh my gosh! Well, the funny part about that is like, I mean, no offense, Wyatt, but it's such a straight guy thing to call like one eight hundred florist. You cannot just go to like the same one eight hundred flowers exactly. Um, so let's hear your Valentine's Day. Let's get this over with. <laughs> um, there is a suitor in the picture. There's a very cute suitor in my life. We-, we know. We've heard about him. No, the Patreon has only heard about him. Oh no, you're right. People really haven't heard about him since my initial uh first date. Um, he's still here. We still really like him. Um, he's probably going to yes, listen to this. things are going very well. It's very sweet. <laughs> um, and we. So he doesn't live in San Francisco, which everyone knows. So you know, my my Valentine's Day looked a little different. I had to like work for a bit of it, and but I got to have like a really sweet Facetime with him. And a really nice thing that he did was that he like mailed me, like UPS FedEx me a card, so that it would get there on time. And it was a very very sweet card uh, that I will leave off the airwaves because it's very special. But yeah, it was basically. Oh, you should read it. (laughs) I'm not gonna read (laughs) (laughs) it. Absolutely you know, not. I'm like he's literally going to listen to this. You're like, dear, and this is how it goes, dear Chandler. Um, you know, Kagan couldn't even be bothered to. to well, he lives with me. He could have gone to the store and got a card, wrote it. It would have taken twenty minutes in the whole day and all of Valentine's Day. Oh no, couldn't be bothered to do that. Whereas your guy, he gets it in the mail, like basically overnights it to make sure it's there for you on Valentine's Day. It was so so sweet. And my, in my fact, my roommate brought it. It like uh must have. I don't know if she signed for it or just got it when they knocked on the door. But she like immediately brought it to my room. And was like, I figured you'd want this immediately. <laughs> so it was sweet. very cute. I am very happy for you. I will say that I am bitter about your Valentine's experience compared to mine. But I am happy for you in general, and I do like this guy for you so far. Thank you. Thank you. I, on the other hand did not show up on Valentine's Day for uh, my person. And I ended up uh, – co- well, I, f- I forgot that it was going to be on a Sunday, so I was going to, like, send some treats. Um, but everything is closed on Sunday, and currently um, he's in Utah. And so everything was closed. Then I tried to DoorDash some, like, candies that I know he likes. Turns out his address was out of range. And so I ended up doing literally nothing, and then I did something the next day, which was just, like, super lame and I have a lot of guilt about it, and hopefully I can do better next year. I'm really sorry for the record. I honestly think that Valentine's Day should be truly a one-sided um, like, really? experience. Really? Completely like, one-sided? I think, not completely, but I think the majority should be from the man to the woman. Okay. Um, okay. And maybe that's just – I don't know why I feel that way. But I, I don't know. I don't like the idea of you getting him some kind of gift or, like, doing some big gesture. I think – Like, I think it should just be equally weighted. Like, I, I don't think it should be one-sided because I think – well, it depends on your relationship. Like, I, everyone wants to feel, like, loved and adored. And so I think that if there are moments to do that and if, like, you should do it for in whatever way is special to your partner – I agree. You're right. It shouldn't be completely one-sided. And I've always gotten and d- done something for Kagan. Um, but I guess I just think that if if there is a pendulum, the pendulum should be more towards the guy doing something for the girl. Sure. Yeah. I definitely, It's you can get into some dangerous territory when you're overdoing it for somebody who doesn't like you that much on Valentine's Day. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like lest we forget Sheena getting oh. the Apple Watch for her boyfriend for max it's pretty cringy it's so bad it's just so sad because honestly like romantic gestures from women toward men are just never as charming as romantic gestures from men toward women and i don't know what programming it is that makes that the case but it's just not cute like basically like go ahead i was just gonna say i think it really does depend on the situation. I think when they're equally weighted, it works. But when they're when it's slightly off, you can feel it a thousand times more. You can feel it and it just it just reeks of desperation. Yeah, like, like this, a guy could do something. Well, I actually think here's what it is. I think like it's just not attractive for women to go after guys that don't seem to be into them but somehow in our culture we think it's attractive for men to go after women who don't seem to be into yeah them. which is like uh, that's an which, accepted thing which has led to probably a whole other host of issues <laughs> yeah but also probably a lot of like marriages so anyway yeah because how many times have you heard that story like oh i wasn't into that into him but he was so persistent and now we have like three kids mm-hmm. like but you never mm-hmm. hear that story the other way around. yeah yeah interesting um so it's a dark kind of life can we talk about what i consider to be the new valentine's day gift the new era if you will. And it's an Instagram post? It's the Instagram post. It's the Instagram yeah, caption sure. and it's the Instagram post. That is all, like, I think that's actually, like, if Kagan had just posted about you, would that, wouldn't that would that have been enough? <sighs> you know what? I, I, I actually find Instagram Valentine's romance to be super But cringy, even if he hadn't have have said like forever it. Valentine or anything, you, you, like, you don't want to be posted about it at all on Valentine's Day. I don't want to be posted about it at all on Valentine's Day. Really? Um, I just think it's corny. Like, I do. Like I, I don't like it. I mean, I think there's a very tasteful way to do it. I don't think it's all corny. There, are, certainly, that's because you're in a new relationship. But I think no because, way, like, no. That's that's totally not true. Even when I was dating someone, like I posted about Brennan on Valentine's Day. Sorry, whoa, yeah, sorry, just like naming names. <laughs> as I would just say that, as someone who's now my relationship is, we're basically our 3 year anniversary is in a week. There's something different about it as time goes on, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Everyone knows who see, your forever Valentine is. I think is. you can you can skip the platitudes, and you could just say, "I, I think there's like a sweet way to do it." I mean, I lo- I love all I the platitudes. I don't I don't just get me don't wrong. Like it. Whenever I see a Valentine's post, I think, "I hope you get divorced." I hope you need to use my financing firm's low payments to pay for your divorce someday. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she's really out here doing the work. Doing the most for for retaining I'm in a great mood today. She's, Thanks for asking. Geez, man. Uh, yeah. For the record, I like Valentine's Day posts. I think they're sweet. I think there's a way to skip the some of the corniness. Also, if they're corny, what's the worst? What's what's the harm in having one day that's sort of full of love? I really am. The hurt. It hurt. It harms me, Chandler. It harms me. I am the harm. I'll go ahead and check my my, my privilege right now. Should we get into some of the worst offenders? Yeah. So let's let's talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into them. Let's do it. Why don't you select your favorites? Like I want anyone that you want to talk about because I know we have to talk to like Kagan's going to join. So you select your favorites. We don't have to talk about all of these. Okay. Well, man, I'm really on one today, so I apologize to everyone listening who used to be in a positive space, um, but I'm bringing it way down. Thank you. I would like to talk about the J-Lo and Alex Rodriguez. I would Um, love nothing more than to talk about that with you. Yeah. I think – that So the J-Lo, J-Lo posted just basically like huge red roses. Oh it gosh. looked like, it looked like I don't know, 10 dozen or something crazy. Or it was like – it was the that. size of a kitchen table. Yeah. And then she posted like all these rose petals like on the bed and on the well, floor. that is gross. Balloons. First of all, first of all, balloons are not romantic. Yeah. I They're not, a pain a in the man, ass. If I'm single and a man gives me a balloon, you are never hitting it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it is just so corny. It's like, when am I, a six-year-old? Like, and you're, you know, bringing a balloon to Right, or like a teddy bear. I don't understand the teddy bear. I don't understand that. I'm not interested. Um, Okay, I have another even more controversial opinion, though. Okay, did you see Bravo historian's tweet about this particular flower display? Flower arrangement? No, what did she say? She said, if your man got you flowers that looks like this, he cheated on you. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, yeah, it's the guys who do nothing. I guess who are comfortable because they know at least they're whatever. Here's my other very controversial opinion. I actually think that rose petals are super corny, and I never am interested in, in any. I like I like rose petals on the flower. I like them yes. tightly with each other connected to the stem. Yes, I am not interested in rose petals covering the floor. Rose petals. In a heart shape, I'm oh. ready to dry here. Here's, here's, okay, they're always like they're always on the bed. I need too. a Pepto Bismol. Yeah, they're always on the they're bed. always in the bed, and so it's like here's the, my our sex dungeon that I've just ornately <laughs> laid roses all over, and it's like no, disgusting. Like I, I can't even imagine how corny I would feel, you know, uh, you know, whatever on <laughs> rose petals. <laughs> I can't even say it. No, of course. Like, of course. It just would feel absurd Mm -hmm. absurd it's not tasteful keep the flowers on the stem right that's what i'm asking yeah okay this isn't beauty and the beast no balloons no no stuffed animals i don't want it i don't even honestly i don't even want chocolates unless they're from seas like i don't want any like store-bought shit no i i think chocolates chocolates are excellent anything consumable is great some candy is is acceptable some gummy candy Yes. Agreed. Um, okay. Wh- what was your favorite Chandler? Uh, of these? Well, okay. I just have some theories. I mean, actually I, I selected these because I hate them all for different reasons. Um, if we could, I think the one that was the most romantic to me was Rudy Jude and her husband. Okay. Okay. Why was it romantic to you? To me, it was romantic because it was, it showed her because it was just like a very sweet photo and it just said me and my valentine and then a photo by diogo who's their son i thought that was very sweet um and yeah i think like it's also not like a super cute picture of her it's also a pretty hot photo of him which i think is interesting which displays a little bit of vanity from a couple that is famously not vain the one that he posted or the one that the one that, that he posted, posted. Guys, this is the most niche like content to be talking about. These people are not celebrities. Let me let's give some context really quick. These they're not celebrities, but you may have seen them on the Apple TV show Home or something. Like they have this little tiny house in Maine. Her name is Rudy Jude. She has like uh like a very I don't even know how to describe it. Like the aesthetic is poverty chic. I would say <laughs> yeah, that's it's for like- sure. Are these people loaded, wearing like two hundred dollar peasant tops, mm-hmm. or do they need our help? Right. You don't really know. You don't know. It's funny because like I really thought that like oh this is like an interesting like way of living, and then when I watched their home documentary, Ugh. I was like oh these people are actually rich, and this is just right. this is just like a choice, but like an aesthetic choice. It's like yeah, it's literally like you're opting into squalor because like you're exactly. they're, they all live in one room. Basically, they all live. The kids like sleep in a, like sleep in a like, loft upstairs. Yes. Or in it's their like bed. A loft, very small home. Yeah. Which is great, which is fine. Um, And then, like, th- she's always, it's Jeremy about like repurposing fabric for like clothes for her children. And so you're thinking, like, okay, like this is like very much someone making her life beautiful. Despite what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. No. <laughs> and, no. These people are like actually loaded. It was intense. And so I. It's, it's like intentional yeah it's homesteading chic but i want to get back to the instagram picture. okay okay which picture if you guys want to look Ooh. at hers she's rudy jude and then he's anthony steves yeah you can look at her as rudy jude and then like click on it and then you can click to his because she tags him yeah but um very easily um but i think actually what's Here's the thing. He posted a photo. It's not that flattering of her. It's really cute of him. Does that mean he's vain, or he loves her so much, like he doesn't like he doesn't care about like uh, the best glamour shot of her? Because that's actually was my initial read. Really I need to be a little more cynical. You think he just looks really hot all the time like that? He probably I honestly. Does. I didn't notice that he looked hot. I just noticed that it wasn't like the her best photo. But I thought, oh, that's so sweet. Like he's not trying to flex on. How hot his wife is. He loves her for her. That's true. That's true. There's a fine line between posting a photo that's like a sweet, good photo of both of you, and then a photo that's like my wife or my part person is like a smoke show, and everyone better see it, which is also gross. Which is gross. Yes. Can um, always post like very unflattering photos of me, and it's really unfortunate. No, it's sweet. Maybe the, I mean Lauren. I like your theory. I'm going to try and go with your theory and try to be. That's less my than theory. The okay. Can I talk to you about a product that you love, that Courtney loves, and that I love? please. Early bird CBD gummies are so phenomenal, everyone. They are the perfect 2.5 They ship to all 50 states, everybody. You got to try it. Earlybirdcbd.com. Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my mm-hmm. Clean Simple Eats protein powder. Strangely, tastes really good like chocolate milk. It's a super fast, easy, quick snack. Also, I just love that the ingredients are clean, they're grass-fed. It's 20 grams of protein for 110 calories. It is just the best protein powder out there. Everyone, go to cleansimpleeats.com and use the promo code pop apologist for 10% off. That's pop apologists for 10% off. Cleansimbleeats.com, pop apologist for 10% off. Okay. Okay. Um, any others that we want to discuss? Yeah, I want to talk about Aaron Foster. I know I didn't – or sorry, Sarah Foster. I didn't put this in the thing, but I want you to look at it. Oh, I have someone actually already sent it. Yes. Um, it actually very much relates to something we talked about on the podcast. It so does. she posted She posted a photo of someone else – so she posted a picture of an Instagram photo, so like a screenshot of an Instagram photo, and that, that her husband had liked – or I guess there are several. I'm just noticing. Mm-hmm. Oh, a swipe. Yeah, gosh. yeah. Which is why, which is why I want to talk to you about it. One is of three girls with like perfect butts on the beach, mm-hmm. um, and the other is of a girl with really big boobs with like the tiniest bikini you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Both of these photos he has liked, and her caption is "Happy Valentine's Day to the guy that hasn't figured out yet that likes are public." Love you at Tommy Haas official. This would be um, not a public joke if this happened to me. Yes. This would be a serious conversation. Yes. and I Right? Yes. And I appreciate the levity that she's bringing to like a, a situation I'm sure a lot of girls deal with. That being said, I don't like it. I'm like, it kind of like made me feel sick a little bit. It's like, it, while it is like being self-aware, while it is self-aware, it makes me feel like a little bit ill. And, like, he's, like, a dad. You're, like, I get it. This is your brand. But you're also, like, shaming him. And he's a dad. And, like, you have daughters. And it's, like, it's all weird. I just wish I didn't know this. I wish I wasn't reminded of this. I don't see the fault with her. I see the fault with him. Like, I think it's fun to make light of it. But I think that, like, this would be – Like, if if Kagan was liking, like, a bunch of, like, hoes on Instagram's photos, like, there would be serious problems. I mean, I don't don't see any fault with her. But I also just feel like – why post why take Valentine's Day as an opportunity to like I don't know to immortalize it on the grid like that made me feel a little bit like sad, yeah, and then it's like always part of like the the, the story the narrative about yeah. you and that's why like you too sh- she didn't do anything wrong, but I'm just like I don't I feel sad that she did this. should we anything else before we bring Kagan on uh I'm gonna look. okay. <laughs> I hate Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. I hate them. I hate when E News does a roundup of their stuff. Like, I'm over it. I don't want to talk about it. But here, we're let's talk about it. Did you did you see this? I see what you linked. I just think um, they're annoying. I think no matter what they do, the way that they try, the way that they show their love language on Instagram is annoying to me. It's contrived. You know, I actually for some reason, I think I am ter- having a turn I used to be really annoyed by Blake Lively but I actually think that there's something very sweet about their like like he posts unflattering photos of her they're not like being gross I don't know there's something like sweet about them and they're very like age appropriate and there's just I like their I like them I like them together okay and I'm I'm still annoyed by them I don't know if it's like their shared like clap backing and like it just all feels like playing to, like, the audience, which I think feels weird. It doesn't feel like they're doing it for each other. It feels like they're doing it for, so that, like, comments by celebs can repost it. And, like, I kind of hate that. Um, but I appreciate the turn that you've taken and, you know, how you're not no longer on one during this episode. Yeah. I, somehow my heart has been softened. Mm-hmm. I've turned the other cheek. It's beautiful. Um, it's, yeah. So I'm crying. And then the other thing I want to talk about is actually the absence of a post. And this is coming from the Gwyneth Paltrow, Brad Falchuk camp. Neither of them posted about each other. See, I think that's because it's it's not tasteful, and and she's Gwyneth knows that, and she's the height of taste. So she probably forbade for it. The Queen has spoken, or thus not spoken, or rather not spoken, and you know we should all take
1: note.
0: I'm wondering, did he? Did he? Has he posted in Valentine's before? That's the question. Like, is this a stance that they have? Oh, yep, they did. He did. February 14th, 2019. <laughs> Holy F. Am I in love with you? Happy Valentine's Day. Aguantinpah. Another I home run of a caption. Maybe it's just an early in a relationship thing. Hmm. And then like you kind of settle, settle in, in. And then it becomes less compelling. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that, that that's my theory. Okay, can I tell you something else that I found to be annoying this week? Yes. All the congratulations for Kendall Jenner on her tequila company. 181 818, excuse 818. me. 818. Um, <sighs> why are we congratulating her on her why are tequila we con- company? Why are we congratulating rich people on literally like having other people do like work for them? Like, I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm, I'm sure all she had to do was say, I approve this name. I approve this branding. Okay, hold on. Let me go like put on my skins and <laughs> take like a photo that's going to like make thousands of girls think something's wrong with their vagina. A hundred. I'm like annoyed with her right now, for the record, because of that photo. I'm I'm sorry, but okay. I want to circle back to that photo. Yeah, but I just want to say, Chris Jenner being like, "You've worked so hard for four years on this brand." Oh my gosh, no. And then she posting how hard she's working on it. Like, I'm sorry. You know what's working hard to start a brand? It's starting from nothing. Having to convince like vendors tr- and distributors yes. to work with you. Yes. Like, tra- having to raise capital. Having exactly. to create a brand identity. Kendall Jenner probably has just been going to like fancy meetings with mm-hmm. our d'oeuvres for like, a couple is, years. Where she literally is just like shown decks that are perfectly polished and then she just says Yes 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 or no exactly yeah. like i just like in really fancy conference rooms i could not agree more and i think that like it's it's so aggravating to me i'm not gonna say that she doesn't work hard overall like i'm sure she has like a lot of inconvenient times where she has to wake up early for photo shoots which like i guess <laughs> yeah. is working hard but where like somebody has to like bring her a juice to like revive her but i yeah it's it's not the same it's not the like same. when when your work is like basically getting your makeup done, getting your hair and makeup done, mm-hmm. getting, having an assistant, like basically make sure that everything goes smoothly. And having just someone like dress from, you. Dress you, meeting to meeting. And then like basically just like posting selfies of yourself on Instagram when that's your work. I'm sorry, I'm actually, this is a hot take. It's not hard work. No. It's not hard work. You're right. It's so the easiest work possible with the most reward possible. And then, yes. And then when you're not working, like your playtime is like 10X. <laughs> it's like, oh, You're I get to on go, yacht go to a yacht and a visa Ibiza. for two weeks with my best friends. Wow, we both went to a visa in our brains. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> exactly. It's not exactly. hard work. Okay, that's it's- I love I love this hot take. Kendall Jenner is not a hard worker and we're here for it. No, they're not. They're not hard workers. And what you know, like people are who are hard workers are like single moms, coal miners. Ever mm-hmm. heard of those? Um, nurse. This is a pro <laughs> coal mining podcast now, everyone. Anti Diane Sawyer. <laughs> I am the canary in the coal mine when it comes to um, oh when it comes to celebrities claiming they work hard. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just. Yeah. I think it's BS. Like, you have everything done for you by other people. And the only things you do are things that you can only do. Yeah. Having, like, anything that's your image related. Yeah. Exactly. I just think it's really – Yeah, I just – I totally agree. And Kendall Jenner doesn't really face rejection. Okay, this is where we're really getting into dicey waters. But, like, to your point about – um. To your point about, like, how uh, it's a, there's, there's a difference between being, like, on boots on the ground, like, actually trying to start a brand from nothing. Like, I don't think Kendall Jenner, like, faces, like, a lot of uphill battles, like, day after day with any of her business ventures. Like, I'm I, sure I, she's I'm just so surrounded cool. by people who are, like, you're amazing. Everything you're doing is perfect. We love that Pepsi oh. commercial surrounded for by yes men that are on her payroll. Yes. What, what do you think Guy Ross on How I Built This is going to ask Kendall Jenner? So how did you do it, Kendall? How, with more money than virtually anyone, with $50 million, how did you start a tequila brand with a huge audience and platform? Like, I'm sorry, that's not exactly the story of a rising entrepreneur. from No. The ashes. No. I mean- I will like fully own my own bias. I think after I saw her Architectural Digest video, I've had like a really hard relationship with her in the sense that I'm extremely jealous of her home and the fact that she calls her housekeepers maids. That that's definitely a level I aspire I'll to. Never forget. Oh yeah, that was like that was a dark point in the video. Um, but after seeing her latest Skims photo, can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about the fo- let's talk about the Skims photo. Okay, let's just talk about the photo um obviously it's a really hot photo and there's nothing wrong with having a really hot photo on the internet I just think she has had her body like physically altered and I just know that this is going to like inspire like generations of like sad girls because they don't look like that and it's just really hard to like to see it and I think this like points to a bigger bigger uh, like a bigger place in society and a bigger problem but like these are all girls who have literally t- probably spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on their bodies tweaked themselves to as much perfection as exactly. is possible mm-hmm. and I am all about like if you have a big insecurity get that shiz fixed okay like right. if you can like if that's something you can swing do it I'm all about that but there's something about Kendall Jenner and having like it's so obvious she's had basically everything done like she's everything had eyebrows lifted she's had her lips filled she's had so much done and i think that it's like like it's a bad thing in society when we're fixing things or we're changing things that are already good like we don't need to all have eyebrows that make us look like we're foxes on national geographic Like, why is that the beauty standard i mean everyone is just getting this instagram face which i think is really scary and so i'm like i'll take like I'll take what I have, Uh, you know, I'll take my dark shadows and everything um, because it makes me, like, unique. Truly. Like, I – and I think, like, you and I are on the same page about that. Like, you know, let's keep the things that make us unique even if they are slightly less, like, filtered. Oh, So I'm just going to say on this topic, like – I have been considering getting a procedure done. I ended up deciding not to do it. And it was something that when I told Kagan I wanted to get it done, it was something he had never noticed in the two and a half years at that point mm-hmm. of being with me. It's something he never even noticed before. But it really bothered me and I kind of fixated on it. And I actually think I have let in- the whole Instagram world really – impact me because it's made me feel like I don't want any imperfections. Mm-hmm. And I want, if I can, I want to get those imperfections to go away. And now that's like a mentality I'm really trying to change because ultimately it's just all such a lie, you guys. Like no one is as attractive in person as they are no. on Instagram, like by magnitudes. Don't believe what you see. Like whatever people are posting, it's its the best part of their house. It's themselves Literally. in the best lighting. It's the best parts of their lives. like the. And I, I do this too. And I think it's natural to highlight the good things. Like mm-hmm. no one is going to take photos in that parts of their house that aren't done yet or whatever. Yeah. Or they're not going to take photos from unflattering angles. This is just human nature. And even though we know it objectively, that's all we see is the best parts of people's lives, the best angles of their faces, the, them in the best lighting. And then we compare it to our real selves. And it is just so bad it's so toxic our it's so yeah. toxic and, and okay so this is another thing that i was oh go ahead i, I don't know if you want, i was just I gonna to say me. this is so here's my like take on everything like this i'm all for it's your body you can tweak it however you want i do think it's scary the direction we're headed with like the instagram face and the filler and like the way that like girls are just trying to look like you know Hailey bieber or not Hailey bieber is a bad example but like the fox eyebrows, like everything you're talking about. It's scary. But nonetheless, it's your body. If you want to do that, totally your call. I think what's problematic is just the lack of transparency about it. It's like, you know, it's it's people like Kendall Jenner or Bella Hadid posting like, you know, th- throwback Thursday to like their awkward uh, teenage photos and then, you know, basically not acknowledging the fact that they've like surgically manipulated their bodies. And instead, they've just, like, grown out of it into this, like, these gorgeous women. And it just, like, it totally perpetuates this toxic narrative to, like, girls everywhere and women everywhere that, like, beautiful people were just always going to be beautiful people and you will just, like, you'll never get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, like, the the meme we see all the time, like, you're not, you're not ugly, you're just poor. Like... Mm-hmm. That's because it's a real thing. Like Bella Hadid was a very normal-looking girl. Kendall exactly. Jenner was a very normal-looking girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she mm-hmm. has a supermodel body genetically, but she was a very no- had a very normal-looking face. If you look at pictures of her totally. before she had all her totally. procedures, yeah. And that is what is so. It's just it's it's super toxic because yeah. I'm sorry, but hum- human faces have. Flaws they have, like, like we. Sh- I don't know, it's it's a weird it, like, it's a weird place to be in where we're trying to get, we're all trying to get, like, not I don't know, not really move the needle, but incrementally get as attractive as possible with every little nip and tuck right. and tweet. Yeah, and it's toxic, it's not healthy, and, and it's like you only get one face. Like, I kind of understand, like, your body, like, having some problem areas, but like, your face. I think embracing the face that you have and for all of its like unique corners and edges and whatever is really beautiful. And I, and it scares me the idea that you would literally change your face to look like someone else's face. Like that to me is very dark. Yeah. And that you, and that you're going to like, like no one needs, and I'm going to go back to this, but no one needs eyebrows that are the same shape as a fox. It's just unnecessary. It's not even like when, how did that become the beauty standard? It's like, embrace – I don't know. There's also something like so attractive to me about women who – like Gwyneth Paltrow, who clearly have had basically nothing done to their faces and have wrinkles mm-hmm. and have – you know, like, show signs of aging and are happy people. And look like, like a normal woman. The Lisa Rinna face at 60 Ugh. or however old she is or 50 or whatever, it's a weird look, okay? Yeah. it's not. It doesn't – It you seem – I know this – I don't know if you've ever felt this way, Chandler, but whenever I look at people that have no wrinkles and they're like 60, they always like seem insecure to me and sad. And like the people that have like – that like can move their faces completely and have warmth to their faces, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they always seem – like they just seem so much more happy. And I think that's really attractive. Like that's actually – I think – I don't know if that makes sense. I just feel like I, I just always want to like look like myself. Rather than like look like another version of me, like I just always want to look like whoever I'm supposed to be at that point in my life. Like even when I was like, you know, a teen and ha- was on Accutane and had a really red face. Like I don't know. I'm like I, I look back at that time and I'm like, oh, that was like that was my cute face then, and this is my face now, and it'll look different as I get older. But I'm here totally. for it all. Did you see? Did you see Kim's story when she was talking about like how she'll never model in lingerie with a supermodel again? No, what'd she say? Okay, so she was like she did all these not all these, but she probably had like four stories up where she was talking about how like um never I'm never modeling with Kendall again, like I'm never modeling with a supermodel the worst idea in Logby. Yeah. Yes, no. And I just thought like I just thought like, okay, the whole I thought the whole like value proposition of the Kardashians was that they were introducing a new curvy body into society as being like as being beautiful, which it is. Like they're showing that you don't have to be like the Nicole Richie and Lindsay Lohan of yesteryear and rail thin. They're getting rid of heroin cheek. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like it was so incredibly backwards and like getting rid of all that hard work, like all that value to then be comparing yourself negatively to Kendall's stereotypically real thin white girl body. Well, I I think it just shows that Kim is, is still probably like the rest of us, like still feels that pull towards being real thin. Well, and, and so this is what I thought of. Like I thought about like, what if we were all modeling together for something which mm-hmm. will never happen? Yeah. But I'm let's like, just say uh... we were at that photo shoot. Yeah and and I post a video or you post a video of like remind me to never model with one of my sisters again because she's so hot. Mm-hmm. Like how bad I would feel so bad if I was Kendall. I'm sorry, Kylie. Like I actually felt for Kylie in that moment because oh, I was sure, like, right. that's actually like kind of yeah. kind of messed I mean, up. It's really a model with Kylie anytime. But right. Never Kendall. I mean, at least it's also like it's at least the majority of them like have like that curvy shape versus like all of them being Kendall's body, and then there's just like one you know curvy person. Um, but yeah, it's dark. Yeah, it's, it's just it just it was just not something I thought was super yeah. productive. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, you guys, we were going to have Kagan on the podcast this week, but it's not a good afternoon for him he is very busy so we are going to punt that thank you for your questions to next week um anything else you want to talk about today chan so there's one more thing i want to talk about before we wrap up this is just a prediction i want to put into the ether um Mm -hmm. megan and harry have announced that they're pregnant again yes 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 and in a very uh well this photo i'm looking at is a very folklore evermore-esque photo um of them like laying in some like you know shaded pine woods something i like how nature has now been like co-opted by folklore but continue (laughs) it has well black and then any photo of nature are so taylor swift any photo of a tree with that's black and white is owned by taylor swift now yeah that's true okay so they've also announced they're doing an interview with oprah okay lauren you posted posted about about this you said you can't wait for the record everyone I did not post that photo. I would not have used that same caption because I think it'll be a freaking snooze fest. If it's anything okay, like their podcast or anything else they put into the ether in the last year, it's so boring. I need some other journalist to like, you know, extrapolate like some juicy details because they are just so manicured. I'm not expecting it to be anything like interesting. I agree. I agree. However, I will say um Like, okay, I'm with you 100% on the fact that if they even speak about charity or, like, doing good or, like, kindness or any BS like that, like, I'm going to blow my brains out. Um, I'm going to throw myself, like, off my building. But what I do think is interesting is that Oprah – and I've been watching a lot of Oprah recently. Mm. um, Mm. You can watch, like, old episodes on YouTube and they're so good. Plug for Oprah. There is literally no no talk show ever again that is gonna be simultaneously like considered classy, or at least there's no talk show right now, considered classy, and like talking to cheating husbands, like talking to the other women, like other women, like Oprah's show was so interesting and juicy Mm -hmm. and amazing, and it's so sad that it's no longer airing. But okay, my point, my point, I will get to it. Oprah has a talent for getting to the heart of the issue and to, like, honestly talking about, like, difficult emotional things. And so I actually disagree here. I'm holding out hope. Call me an optimist. Um, But I think that she will actually discuss Megxit with them. She will discuss the treatment by the royal family. We will hear about it. I I think so. Let's hope. All I know is that I saw something that said, Meghan Markle hopes to not – like hopes is going to be like nice to the queen or something and i'm like pass i also think it was funny when i posted that a lot of kate fans came out of the ether like people that don't even follow us like started commenting on it were like who cares about Meghan markle and then like someone else was like not interested in that liar and like we got like hate comments of course like it's just an interesting thing that kate and megan have to either be best friends or mortal enemies like there's no middle ground for like the two women in that space they're like kate stands are really aggressive Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and it's just funny i'm like listen listen katie if you don't follow us i don't care that you're not interested in my post block bye uh courtney's a kate stan i'm gonna go ahead and out her she's oh courtney's the biggest kate stan she might be like cyber bullying people like on kate's behalf like as we're speaking Courtney's the one when I posted the screenshot of like, here I am being a pro bono defense attorney of Meghan Markle at 6 a.m. That was Courtney's like very aggressive text messages about <laughs> Kate or about Megan. Anyway. So good.
1: Okay. Well, I guess we, well, we shall
0: see. We shall see. Okay. Next week, you guys, will do the Bitcoin thing. So there's still time to send questions if you have any more, although we do have quite a few. And Chandler, it's been a pleasure. A pleasure indeed. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. all for now folks don't forget give us a five-star review hit us up on instagram at pop apologists and we will see you next week live every wednesday
1: do you ever worry about running out of interesting things to say to friends when you actually get to see them then we've got the perfect podcast for you